Hey guys, what's up? I just saw that I had this big old bump in my hair. Welcome to Misty Moment. I hope you guys are having an incredible week. And um, and you're not too stressed. I know the holidays are coming. And this can be a really, or I guess Christmas is, you know, like what? Less than two weeks away? I don't even know. I can't keep track. We have too much going on in our world to really keep track of where we are on the holiday schedule. So... So don't rely on me for that information. But um, so happy to have you here with me today for Misty Moment. Excuse kind of my lazy look today. I have my mother-in-law on her way down here to be with us. And um, ladies, I know you know what I'm talking about if you have a mother-in-law. But, you know, when somebody comes to your home anyways, you kind of want it to present nice. It's a whole other level when your mother-in-law comes. And... I am blessed because I, I have a really good relationship with my mother-in-law. Trevor's mom is awesome. She's really an incredible person. Um, but she also, I don't know, I just feel as if I need to have a really nice, pristine environment for her to come. And that might just be because of my upraising with my grandma, my mom's mother-in-law, and seeing just how she's stressed out every time grandma was coming over. So I've been really busy and you all know Trevor has been out of our studio for, um, well, you may not know, but three weeks we were, he was home and he was working on the membership site like 24 seven. And so he brought his computer up to the kitchen table and he was working there so he could at least be around us since he was working so much. And, and I have two little kids two dogs and Trevor. And if you want to guess who's the messiest of all of them, <laughs> be my guest. But needless to say, our house got a little bit out of control as we were gearing up towards um, releasing the membership site and, and making it known to you. So I got a lot of stuff I'm trying to catch up on right now. But um, anyways, enough about all the stuff that I'm dealing with today. I wanted to share with you guys a fun story. Um, and, and I hope that it truly, I mean, everything that I share for, with you really comes from my heart and I hope that it in some way blesses you, but this one's kind of a fun little interesting fact, if you will, about Trevor and I, and it goes back to right when we got married, we had opened up our facility exactly one month after we got married and, um, and of course life, life was kind of crazy because we had uprooted this was, you know, six and a half, almost seven years ago that we got married and um, Trevor and I had met in Fort Collins, which is 70 miles north of where we're at now. And um, I literally had planned to spend the rest of my life there. I love Fort Collins. I would live there forever. Beautiful little town. In fact, downtown Fort Collins is what downtown Disney world is modeled after. Another fun little fact. Gorgeous, gorgeous place to live. The people are awesome. Um, but then here we met. We have this grandiose vision that so many of you have heard about placed on our hearts um, to set one million people free. And so that became everything that we were focused on was really how are we going to do that? And, um, and we felt necessary to move down to Denver to be closer to my parents because we were getting married. We were going to have a family. I have an entire family base down here in Littleton. I mean, I've got a big family. Mom, dad, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, cousins, nieces, nephews, all live within like 20 minutes of each other. So it was like, yeah, we've got to move to Denver because we're going to need some help, you know, as we, as we get going on this vision and open up our facility 
So I quit my job. Well, let's just say before I quit my job, I demoted myself. I had worked my way all the way up through property management, had been offered some regional management positions, which was going to be really great money, had turned those down so I and, and remained a property manager. And I was making really good money for somebody who was 28 years old at the time, 29, 30 by the time we'd moved down here. And, you know, and I was feeling kind of proud of myself and like my little journey, right? And, um, but then we have this vision and it was so much bigger than us. It was so much bigger than anything that I was doing. And so I made the decision when we knew we were going to move to Denver that I would be willing to take a job right back to an entry level position in property management. So I demoted myself as a leasing agent, um, so that I could have more flexibility to help Trevor as we opened up our facility. And, and that was going great, but as you've seen kind of with the MS gym, we opened up our facility a month after we got married and here I'm working as a leasing agent and then full-time and then going and helping Trevor at our new facility, um, just being present, being there, being engaging with our new clients that were coming on board and it started to take off a lot quicker than we anticipated. Um, less on the fitness side, which surprised us because nobody knows what medical fitness is. But as we've seen evident here in the MS gym, when people are getting help, like that otherwise weren't getting help, we started to see our medical fitness practice growing a lot faster than we expected. And so it became evident that he can't do this by himself anymore. Like I need to be more involved. And we knew that we couldn't afford to have no income and still be or little income from our, our new facility and still be paying rent and all this stuff. So anyways, long story short, I kind of played around with it. And we're like, you know, hey, hey, I'm sorry. I am in my kitchen and I knew this was going to happen. Come here. Nala, come. Excuse my dogs. Anyways, I can tend to ramble and I don't want you guys to get lost in what I'm saying. But decided, you know what, let's just move in with my parents. And although they have a big property, their house isn't all that big. I mean, they, they didn't have the room in their house for us to move into, but their garage where they literally park their cars, we could make work. And so, hey, you guys come here. If it's not my kids, it's my dogs, I tell you what. So we decided that we, I was gonna quit my job and we were gonna move into my parents' garage so we can focus 100% on our vision, on our new facility, taking care of the clients and building our business. And so that's what we did. We put everything we had in storage. I went over to my parents' garage and moved all the car, moved the cars out while they were away on vacation. Hey, Mark. And I put like this black sheet up in the garage. I, I, I did one of those pest control bombs in there because I am deathly afraid of spiders. And we moved our bed, dresser, and clothes. And that's it. That's all we had. And we moved into my parents' garage and we focused on our vision, focused on our goals and our dreams for what we were doing. And I have to tell you, it wasn't the best timing because we moved in at the end of October, which is the start to the cold season here. And it was a very cold winter. But we had a little space heater in there and I had the, one of those blankets that has a hoodie on it. You put it over you and it just encompasses you. And I lived in that when we were in there. And literally we just needed a place to sleep because 16, 12 and 16 hours of our day was in our facility. And we could afford to do that because we didn't have kids yet. We were newlyweds. And so I share this with you. It was a really interesting time, our time that we had in the garage. We lived in there from October all the way till March. So entirely all the way through winter. And 
wow, what an incredible experience and humbling that was. Absolutely. We were committed. We were so committed to our goal and to our vision that we we kept that in front of us. And it's like, what are we willing to do? What are we willing to sacrifice to get where we are called to go, where we, what, where to reach our goals, to find the people that need us. And we, we were willing to risk a lot. We were willing to give up a lot. And so why I felt this was so cool and such a cool thing to share with you guys is because you're approaching 2018 right now. A lot of you have just recently found us. Some of you have been with us since May and June when we were within our first month and then everywhere in between, right? And you've been following along and you know that I am a big promoter of discovering what your vision is, what's on your heart to do. And I have to tell you, like you, you have to seek your heart for something like that. You can't just go and be like, oh, it would be nice to do this again. It would be nice to travel the world. It would be nice to do this. I'm not talking about what would be nice. I'm talking about what is tugging at your heart. That's kind of always been there. If you think back to it, there's been some semblance of it throughout your life of, of just desires that, have ha- that you've had in your heart that maybe since being diagnosed with MS, you've just kind of like, eh, that's not going to happen. And you just kind of tossed it out. And, but somehow it's kind of, it's always kind of ticking away in your heart and, and you know, you want to do it. You know, you, you, you were born to be a grandma that's interactive and playful and fun with their their grandkids not one that just kind of sits back and and feels limited and so they have a hard time interacting or you know maybe it is like Pam who posted in the members only corner that her her why is really to travel the world to travel the world she's out you know with her husband and she's and God, I can't remember where she is, somewhere incredible. And she posted a picture of her hiking with her trekking poles. And, you know, and that's her why, that's her vision, that's her desire that's always been there that she's fighting for. And, you know, so I just want to know, like, this is your chance to be selfish and to really think through what, what it is that you want. What is your why? What is your vision? What are you fighting for? And what are you willing to give up? What are you willing to sacrifice so that you can get there? New Zealand. Yes. Thank you, Claire. I was going to say that, but I was like, oh, I don't want to say the wrong thing. So thank you so much for that. Um, you, you have to know that. And I can't stress that enough. You have to know where you're going to get there. You know, otherwise you're just going to end up somewhere that you really didn't desire to be. And, and so think about where you're going and apply that and think, okay, what am I willing to give up for that? Am I willing to give up all these other extra things that I'm doing? I volunteer here. I'm doing this. I'm, you know, whatever it is. You're super involved in other activities or maybe for you, it's it's a financial thing. Like I'm willing to invest some finances in this. And a lot of you are forced to invest, whether it's in your, your medications or other things. And I'm not asking you to give that up, but what are you willing to give up so that you can go after this? Because it's not going to happen by chance. It's not going to happen by just going through the motions. Like you have to be sold out, sold out to your vision and then align everything that you do with that decision. And yes, sometimes you're going to choose other things and then you're going to be like, oh, no wonder why I'm no further ahead because I have been choosing X, Y, Z. I've been choosing to take care of everybody else's needs above my own. Well, you have to, you have to be willing to let some people down sometimes because you may like 
especially as a mom, I know this, and I'm sure the husbands and dads and grandpas and ever they, they have a different burden that they feel to provide and take care of. But sometimes you have to stop, especially when you're dealing with MS, and be like, you know what, this matters to me. This is important. This is the thing. This is me putting my mask on first so that I can better take care of the people around me. And absolutely, Brittany, you are fighting for your boy and he is reaping the benefit of that already because you have that fire in your heart. And it's that fire in your heart that is going to help you to align and sacrifice. When instead of working out, you're like me, when I have things that I should do, I'm like, oh, well, I've got, I have to exercise. I have to do this. I have to take care of my kids. I have to do that. I'm just going to go grocery shopping because that that's what I'm going to do in this moment instead of being like, you know what? No, I'm going to take care of me. I'm going to exercise. And then, then I will get started with the rest of my duties for the day. So it's about prioritizing and being willing to sacrifice some things. And I don't know what that is in your world. For me, we, there, there was, there was very little, we were not willing to sacrifice to get here. Um, money took on a whole new meaning to us. Like money only meant being able to invest in finding out how we can get this out to more people, how we can get in front of more people, how we can influence and lead and direct people to a better way of life. Like that's what money meant to us. So, so for me, to give up my, my career in property management and to demote myself for a period of time, it wasn't easy. I can't tell you that that was, that felt good. I mean, to be the person, um, that all the residents in the community saw as kind of important, you know, and like they loved me and they cherished me. And then to devote myself to a whole new property as the leasing agent where I'm like, I'm in part of my language, but I'm a peon and you're not, if you're a leasing agent, you're not, but that's just kind of how I felt. Like it was, who am I, you know, but because our vision was so much bigger and what we were desiring and what we saw happening in the unforetold future was so important. I was, I was okay with that. I was okay showing up and putting, putting my best foot forward to be the best leasing agent that I could be for the company. But so that I also didn't have the 24 hour on call demands that are placed on me as a property manager so that I could then focus on helping my husband and getting our business off the ground and serving the people that were entrusted, entrusting us with their care. And, and so it was, it was something we were willing to do. And, you know, and Trevor left a clientele in Fort Collins that are still so beloved to him that are incredible people. Um, some of you have seen David Wick's story, maybe on YouTube, where he was in a bad car accident and in a wheelchair and told he would never walk again. And in his testimonial video, he's on a treadmill and he's walking around the place and he's sharing his story of what happened in Trevor's care. And he had, he had left David so that we can move down here and begin this journey and impact the masses versus the 20 people he was working with up in Northern Colorado. And, and that hurt his heart. That's still like he misses them. But again, like we have this big vision and we had to be willing to sacrifice something. And so that is, that is just, that's my misty moment for you today. Like we chose to live in a cold garage through winter because it was important. Like it was important for us to put all of our efforts into going towards our vision. And that has really been the theme of our entire marriage. And I wouldn't, 
I wouldn't change a thing to be honest with you. Yeah, I would make some better choices along the way now that I've learned all this stuff. But ultimately, that sacrificial heart and willingness to do whatever it's going to take to get there won't change. Won't change. There will be one million people set free from their physical and emotional pain because of their medical condition, especially MS, because that is our vision and that is what is on our hearts to do and we will not stop until that's accomplished. And it may not be a direct thing. It may, we see evidence of whole families' lives being changed because of one person making the decision to follow their heart and to get better and to, you know, fall down and get back up and keep moving and fall down and get back up and keep moving. And now it's one person's life changed, but the whole family around them changes. And that is beautiful. And that is what we are fighting for. So we will never give up on that. And I don't want you to ever give up on your goals, on your dreams, on your desires and the things that you are fighting for, because it is possible. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be an uphill climb. And once you get there, you're going to have to keep working and keep working and keep working. Like it, the, the fight never ends. When we reach a million people doesn't mean we're done, right? That's literally probably going to be just the beginning because then we're going to have so many other things, so many other peoples and people and trainers and professionals that we want to carry this forward because it starts with a million over the next 30 years, right? It starts with a million people for us, but the world needs this. They need what you guys are experiencing in here. And so we are not ever going to quit. And I, I want you guys to hang on to your visions and know that it's not, it's going to be a rocky road. It's not going to be a smooth road. And sometimes you're going to have awesome, awesome heights. And then you're going to have those really challenging days, weeks, or seasons. Trevor and I have experienced all of that. We've had some really awesome victories, promising things, and we've been knocked down on our butts. And it took months, sometimes years to recover from that, but we didn't give up. So don't you give up on you either. Don't you give up on those things that are in your heart because I'm here to tell you that it's possible if it's there and it's on your heart and you can't kick it no matter what you do. You can't squash it. You can't ignore it. It's just there. You keep fighting for that and you allow us to come alongside you on this journey to, to give you that boost up when you need it, but to carry you all along the way. But um, that, is, that is what I have for you today. And I hope you enjoyed that story and it inspired something inside of you and that you just keep working towards those goals that you have and don't give up. Do not be discouraged. Don't think that just because you're not seeing the results as fast as maybe you think other people are experiencing them. Don't lose heart. Don't think this is another dead end. You know, I, I have seen evidence of consistency making a huge difference in people's lives. So stay consistent, consistent even when you're not seeing evidence, even when you're having a hard day, even when you have a relapse, even when you fall, even when you have something challenging that you just have no idea how you're going to get through, you will get through it. I promise you. There have been times where it's like, I was in a tunnel and there was no light on either end and I had no idea. I couldn't go back and I just had to keep going forward, but I had no idea when I was going to reach the light at that, the end of that tunnel and time and time again, over a period of time, sometimes it would be short periods. Most of the time it was really long periods where I'd want to give up, but just keep walking forward because you're going to reach that light again. The only, the only way you don't reach that light again at the end of the tunnel is if you stop in the tunnel. Don't stop in the tunnel. Keep going. 
I love you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, and I cannot wait to be in contact with you guys again next Wednesday. And if you haven't seen it, go to themsgym.com. Check out the information regarding the membership site because it may be just the thing you need for that accountability. And one last thing, speaking of accountability, make sure you're getting into a buddy group. Don't, don't rely heavily on somebody being close in proximity to you. There are a bunch of people out there that are looking to connect with somebody and don't let proximity get in the way because you can benefit from these relationships even if there's just if you're communicating with somebody who's across the United States from you, across the ocean from you, it doesn't matter as long as you have somebody that you can confide in and that you can reach out to that can help help hold you accountable. It is super super important. Plus I have some really big plans for the um for the MS Gym Buddy system coming after the first of the year. And I'd really like to, I'd really like people to already be set up in some buddy groups and to have their little messenger um, group set up. And if you don't know how to do that, please reach out. I'd be happy. Um, at some point, maybe I'll do like a little description on how you do that. But you go into messenger where you would private message somebody and you create a little group and I would make it no more than five people so that you can really kind of feed off each other and encourage each other and you can call your group something really cool if you want to make up a fun name so that when it pops up as somebody is communicating in there it's something fun that you know you can relate to like just get in, get into a group reach get involved with some other people that you can just have our conversations with hope I didn't just disappear there my phone started to ring but that's all I have I love you guys have an incredibly blessed day we'll talk to you soon bye